0: Hello and welcome to my podcast, this is Matt Everett, you know me as at Neolipman on Twitter, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to my first ever podcast. We've got a couple things to discuss today, so uh, sit back, put your earphones on, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is finally the weekend, and oh boy, what a week it was in Washington, D.C., our wonderful nation's capital. Uh, we've got a lot to cover this week just because of the, uh, the sheer amount of uh, things that happened this week, both good and bad, uh, so I, I do want to get right to it. I've got the uh, official Matt Everett tip sheet right in front of me, and we're going to be uh, reading from that and just discussing uh, this week in politics. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, for, uh, you can get access to the official Matt Everett tip sheet if you, uh, if you support my, uh, the, I think it's the $50 tier on my Patreon. Uh, for $50 a month, you can get access to the Matt Everett official tip sheet so that you've got all of my knowledge right at your fingertips. Who wouldn't want that? All right. So first on the uh, tip sheet this week, Chelsea Clinton Chelsea Clinton had a big week this week Uh, she won a lifetime achievement award and as as I am I know that you are all very proud of her and and as you should be there's a lot of uh, for you to be proud of when it comes to Chelsea Clinton Uh, unfortunately as you would expect uh, with her being a a Clinton uh, there has been a lot of backlash unfortunately Uh, a a lot of people are just directing some pure hatred, uh, just absolute utter vitriol towards uh, Chelsea, and you know, I really just don't think that that's fair. What has Hillary Clinton done to anybody to deserve this just, just, uh, I I don't even know what to say. It, It just, it makes me so upset. But, um, one thing that I did notice is that all of, this, uh, all of this, all of this all this hatred is coming from a certain group of people. Maybe you know what I'm thinking of. Maybe I don't even need to say it, but I'm going to. This is coming from the Bernie Bros. That's right. The same people that hate Hillary Clinton, the same people that voted against her in the primaries, and the same people that voted for Jill Stein in the presidential election. When are these people going to be stopped? They are brocialists, they are sexist, they are horrible people. All they care about is class and that is an issue. Uh, We live in an age of identity politics and they need to play along or we're going to... we, we, we got to find something to do. We, 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 we need to take care of the Bernie Bros. It's, it's becoming an issue. Uh, I, I know that this week, uh, and, and may, perhaps in uh, uh, maybe the last two weeks especially, um, there has been a lot of speculation about Chelsea Clinton running for Senate. And but by the way, I, I support this 100%. I, I love the Clintons. I, I especially love Chelsea. She's so inspiring to me. Uh, so yes, I would I would support Chelsea Clinton one hundred percent in a second run. Now the Bernie Bros, <sighs> the Bernie Bros just don't seem to agree, and uh, they are talking about how unlikable she is and how she hasn't really done anything in her life. And I it, it's I don't even want I don't I, I hate thinking about it. It's just it's disgusting. There's no better there's no better way to describe it. It's disgusting. So. This is this is what I'm saying. I'm saying for every little bit of criticism that I hear directed towards Chelsea Clinton, all of any 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 criticism towards Chelsea Clinton is just totally unnecessary and unwarranted. Uh, she's 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 perfect. She's a she's a queen. Uh, and she slays. Uh, I for any criticism that I hear of Chelsea Clinton, I will be donating five dollars to her Senate campaign, and once more. I will also be volunteering my personal time to her Senate campaign. I would like to be a part of history. I would like to get Chelsea Clinton into office. I think that it is a national priority. We need to correct the wrong that occurred on uh, November 8th when, I'm sorry, November 9th when Chelsea, I'm sorry, when her mother Hillary Clinton lost the presidency to a bigot Um, there's a lot of justice to be made up for, and we can correct ourselves by voting Hillary Clinton, I'm sorry, Chelsea Clinton, pardon me, by voting Chelsea Clinton into the Senate. Alright, I'd like to move on now to another topic that really just broke my heart this week. Um, perhaps you know what I'm going to say, as I'm sure it's all been on your minds as it's been on mine. The to- Tommy Lauren uh, incident. Now from uh, many of you may not, uh, I- I'm sure you guys all know that Tommy Lauren uh, was a uh, correspondent at The Blaze, which is uh, Glenn Beck's uh, media thing. Uh, and she, she was a- she's a woman, as we all know, and uh, a very good one at that. Uh, she has some political beliefs that I don't necessarily agree with. And I know that a lot of uh, my listeners also don't agree with her. But something happened this week. We used to criticize Tomi for being uh, staunchly conservative, uh, which, you know, I'll get to that later. But look, we, we, the fact of the matter is we used to criticize Tomi for being a conservative. This week, uh, Tomi came out as pro-choice. This is something that, you know, we, 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 liber- we liberals, we're pro-choice. And uh, Tomi actually lost her job because of this. And uh, that's unfair. That is really unfair. She shouldn't have lost her job for being pro-life. Now, I think that the main issue with this is that we liberals have criticized Tomi in the past. She's a woman, guys. She's a woman. We need... Look, I'm a feminist, alright? We're all feminists, and feminism is very important. There's no denying that. And part of feminism means that we support all women, no matter what. Full stop. I'll say it again. We support all women, no matter what. We stand by them through anything. We support them no matter what. We will always stand by women. No matter what their political beliefs. No matter anything. It doesn't matter. Alright? But we liberals have been unfair to Tomi. Too often, we've devoted Twitter threads to making fun of her. We've called her terrible things. We should feel guilty. Because Tomi is a woman. And we need to stand by her. Because she's doing she's doing amazing things in a man's game. And... Uh, this has been a wake-up call. This has been a real big wake-up call. And I, I want to make sure that from now on, we we stop applying purity tests to people. Like, it doesn't matter what they believe. As long as they, you know, as long as they are women, we need to support them. If Richard Spencer has a baby and it grows up to become a, uh, a, a fascist uh, pundit, we need to support her. We need to support them no matter what. I feel really guilty, and uh, I think that that's something that we're all feeling right now. It's something that we uh, really need to address within our community, and uh, hopefully we will get to it. Alright, so that's, uh, that's that from the tip sheet. Uh, I'd like to move on now uh, and introduce a new segment to my brand new podcast. Uh, this is a, a segment I like to call, look, I know what I'm saying and basically it is in this segment that I uh, I read from something that I've written this week and uh, perhaps you will agree and we could uh, just strengthen the national discourse. Alright, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look, I Know What I'm Saying, with Matt Everett. This week our suspicions were confirmed It appears as though multiple Trump campaign aides were collaborating with Russia in a pathetic attempt to defeat Hillary. We sort of already knew this, Uh, in fact, my personal mantra since November has been this. Hillary lost for three reasons, Russia, sexism, and Bernie. Like is there seriously anybody that thought Hillary was going to lose by her own accord? Like, She was the perfect candidate, she was our queen that slayed. I was seriously just completely dumbfounded on election night, with the support of people like Beyonce and Lena Dunham, two queens in their own right. How could this happen? Again, Russia, sexism, and Bernie. We already knew that the white working class had a disgusting sexism problem. We knew Bernie and his dirtbag brocialist disciples voted for that witch, Jill Stein. But the news from this week takes us one step closer. Closer to proving that the Russians meddled in our sacred democratic process. Utterly, shamefully, despicable. We have to do something about this, and I trust that our Republican friends in Congress will do something about this. Uh, uh, In these trying, dark times, we need to lock arms with our Republican brothers and sisters and resist. We need to resist against... Uh, the great specter haunting our democracy, the specter of Russia. Ah, but listen closely, my fellow patriots. The extent of Russian meddling may be to a greater greater extent than we are currently considering in our great national discourse. Ladies, gentlemen, what I am about to propose to you may shock you. Or maybe we've known it all along and we've just been waiting for someone to say it. I'm going to take a risk, and I'm going to say it. Bernie Sanders, the quote-unquote independent senator from the state of Vermont, served as a Russian agent during the Democratic primary. He was part of an early early Russian effort to undermine the woman, let me emphasize woman, who deserved to be the successor to President Obama ever since he first stepped foot into the Oval Office in January 2009. That Oval Office, by the way, the Reverend Office that is now being disgraced by Donald Trump. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is thanks to the work of Bernie Sanders. Sanders always knew he would lose. As the great Nancy Pelosi says, we are capitalists, and we always will be. So him running was purely for the purpose of smearing Hillary Clinton. Yes, I am proposing that Bernie Sanders is a Russian agent. And yes, I'm demanding that the Congress includes him in their investigation into Russian election influence. I don't make these claims lightly. As a respected member of the Beltway press for 10 years, look, I know what I'm saying. This has been, look, I know what I'm saying, with Matt Everett. Alright, so uh, we are approaching the end of the show, but don't worry, there's still a few more things for us to discuss uh, on this week's uh, podcast. So, uh, as many of you know, I'm a comic book connoisseur. I, I love him so much. Like, I-, I, even, uh, I even include the phrase comic book connoisseur in my Twitter bio. So, uh, oh, you know what? uh, speaking of comics, that actually reminds me, uh, of a, of a, of a medium article I read this week, uh, something, I, I believe it was called a Towards the Garfield Left, and basically it, uh, tried to align, uh, the Garfield comic strip with, uh, left-wing politics, and I don't like that, uh, I, I, yes, Garfield is lazy, and, uh, but i don't think that we should ever use garfield to uh sort of advance our political agenda. Uh yes, Garfield hates Mondays, but look, we like we 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 like working on Mondays, all right? It's something that i always want to do. Uh and we got to we got to stop with this whole uh Garfield left thing. Uh, uh yes, i respect Garfield canon and uh Garfield as a marxist is just not compatible with the Canon, and I uh, I think that we need to stop disrespecting uh, the work of Jim Davis. So um, yeah, that's that. I sorry I went off the agenda a little bit, but uh, I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, anyway, as I was saying, I'm a uh, I'm a coni- I'm a comic book connoisseur, and I think that part of the reason why I love comic books so much is because they let me live in. A world that I'm not actually living in uh, when I read a comic book I am completely immersed in a fictional universe and there's something really comforting and uh, and satisfying uh, to me about that and uh, I, I, I really really love it um, I get to interact with my favorite superheroes which is always so cool Like, man like reading a comic book is it's it, it's perfect. I, I love comic books. Uh, I'm never going to stop being a connoisseur. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, uh, I get to interact with my favorite superheroes. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, it just so happens that Hillary Clinton is one of my uh, real-life superheroes, uh, along with Lin-Manuel Miranda and Nate Silver, of course. Uh, So, you know, I decided to uh, write a little bit of Hillary fanfic, and uh, I thought I'd like to uh, share it with you, my my, uh, wonderful listeners. Uh, So yeah, I mean, if I can't have a universe where Hillary Clinton is president, I might as well create one and live uh, in it in my own mind. So, without further ado, this is the first part of my Hillary Clinton fanfic. Uh, here Here goes nothing. Uh, It's called The Beginning. The Slay Chronicles Part 1. Here we go. It's January it's January 20th 2017. Freshly inaugurated President Hillary Clinton steps out of the black limousine and stops in front of the White House. She lifts up her black Wayfarer sunglasses to get a better look at her new home for the next eight years. She doesn't smile. She doesn't need to anymore." The Queen walks inside, leaving Bill to bring in the bags. Good old Bill. Hillary was fearless and crazier than him. She was his queen, and God help anyone who dared to disrespect his queen. Bill could still remember the morning of January 21st, 2001, his first morning after leaving the White House. Hillary woke him up, turned to Bill, and whispered, "'It's my turn now." And boy, oh boy, her turn, it was. Hillary made her way right to the Oval Office. The largest inauguration crowds of all time had hardly started filing out, but there was already work to be done. First things first, an executive order banning mansplaining. Now that that was out of the way, Hillary wouldn't have to waste any more time rolling her eyes. Bill came into the office. Here's the new shoes you asked me to get for you." Hillary took the shoes, and being the, the the polite lady we all know and love, she thanked him. But then it was back to business. Next, to write a letter. She had captured the imaginations of millions the summer before, when she tweeted at, at Donald Trump, delete your account. But he didn't listen, and now it was time to take matters into her own hands. The President of the United States was writing a handwritten letter to At Jack reporting Donald Trump, Trump for harassment. Good night, White Pride. Next, Hillary Clinton authorized a couple of drone strikes. Yes, she was killing people, but she was a woman killing people, and we like that. Finally, the Queen signed one more executive order. This one replaced the national anthem with a song everyone could whip and dab to. Lena Dunham's Sensual Pantsuit Wrap. All in the day of a fearless leader. Well, I hope that you liked uh, my, the first installment of the Slay Chronicles. Uh, that was part one titled The Beginning. Uh, it, it really helps you, uh, at least for me, it, it's a coping mechanism where I get to leave this horrible universe that we live in and uh, live in the uh, uh, a world in which the rightful... Uh, president hillary clinton is actually in power and i know that like a lot of other people are doing this too like there's all of those like alt potus 45 twitter accounts and things like that. and i i I love it like i i I eat that stuff right up I, i can't get enough of it uh keep up the good work guys i love it i'll keep writing my hillary fanfic awesome stuff well guys uh this has been a great podcast i look forward to doing this again I'm really happy that you you guys uh, decided to tune in for the whole show. And you know what? I will see you next week. Uh, This is Matt Everett. Uh, uh, You can find me on Twitter, at Neolibman. Give me some followers. Uh, I have some fire tweets, guys. (laughs) Well, all right. Matt Everett, signing off. See ya.